nine times out of ten you listen to the things that will, will go wrong because you don't want it to go wrong. You can't see what's the other side, that's the problem isn't it? So it's a bit of a blind leap of faith. And he says the best things in life are the other side of fear. Welcome to the Property Developers Secrets Podcast. Making developments more achievable. Welcome to Property Developers Secrets Podcast with me, Andy Cook. And me, Lloyd Girardi. So what we're going to talk about today. So on this episode, we wanted to talk about comfort zone and some of the challenges, I suppose, that come around with comfort zone. And, and really, can you be successful if you stay in it? How do you need to challenge yourself? Some of the experiences that we've had and we see with the, some of our students. Yeah, look, it, it, it's going to be cliche, I think, on this episode because comfort zone we hear all the time and people say, oh, you've got to be outside your comfort zone to better yourself. Actually, that's true. Like from my experience, my when I first started, when we first started and having that leap of faith to quit my job was completely outside my comfort zone. When we were in that auction, both of us were completely outside our comfort zone. Um, more so me, you had more sort of, um, you, you felt more confident, but we knew that we were doing it for the right reason. We knew we were there outside the comfort zone to actually better ourselves and better what we we're doing. So we were, yeah, especially for me, I, I wanted to change what I was doing. And the only way to do that is to do something different and doing something different is always uncomfortable, which is that outside your comfort zone. I think any time that you're trying to progress and do something and, and, you know, whether it be anything like obviously our journey there, getting into development, fitness, whatever, you know, it, you never really understand what you, you can't see what's the other side. That's the problem, isn't it? So it's a bit of a blind leap of faith. You need to try and understand, you know, we talk about our why and all those kind of things. I mean, not just me and you, but, you know, generally people talk about their why. And it is really important to, I suppose I've got that over the, the self-development that we've done over the last seven, eight, nine years or so. It's really understanding, you know, I, I had a, I was a bit of a workaholic when, when we first went into all this, you know, but in a, a small building company, just working all the time, putting pressure on the team around me, thinking that it was just effort that, got you to the next level and all that kind of thing. I suppose on that, your fear was actually not putting the effort in. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so you can look at fear in different ways. So a lot of people fear things differently. That fear is like, if I don't put the effort in, people will see me differently or people won't appreciate what I'm doing. Or So that, that was probably that fear for you as well. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I had a good work ethic, but I was sort of containing myself to working at that level forever because I was only in the in the the, the 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 environment that I was in if you like so I had to sort of step back from that a little bit and see the bigger picture and you know like not just try and work my way out of everything so that was that was my own journey I suppose um but yeah I think that that you have to um you know you're never going to see at the back and, and a good one this actually that we we show this video on one of our courses but um will smith puts this really well doesn't he skydiving yeah, yeah in that in that there's a, a skydiving video and if you guys haven't seen it we'll just highlight it here but we'll put a link here to this episode to go and watch that and um and he basically talks about well do you want to talk about what it is but he, he's talking about you know fear or the the good things in life are on the other side of fear isn't he yeah, so look, he likens it to um, skydiving. So fear is basically likened to skydiving. In fact, if anyone's done skydiving, I haven't, but I can, I can, I can feel the fear even thinking about skydiving. But a lot of people, when they before they skydive, they have this element of fear. They have this um, 
preconceived ideas of what's going to happen, how it's going to happen. They think of the worst things that are going to happen and they just dread themselves and like constantly, and he sort of likens it to sort of in his bed the, the night before, sort of waking up and having these sort of flashbacks or, or flash forwards of what's going to happen and things. So he's, he's telling himself that it's going to be bad. But actually when he's, when he's jumped out of the plane and he's, he's in, the, in the moment, and he says the best things in life on the other side of fear, it was the most blissful experience of his life. And he says, well, why did I fear that moment before? Why am I fearing that when it's actually the best thing? And a lot of people, like, developments has changed our lives. Um, the, the sort of lifestyle we've got from developing is great. And that's kind of the, on the other side of fear. But before that, we were fearful. We, we were kind of going into deals thinking, oh, is this going to work? Is this, is this right? And um, not necessarily these days because we know what we're doing but in the first deal especially myself I remember thinking what am I doing like this is so uncomfortable but in the back of it I'm doing it for that reason so one thing we, we tell people is to actually think of your why why are you doing it because that once you've done it is is what you're doing it for and what you what you did it for so you've got to think of that as well yeah and I think Look, when it's the journey that we learn through and really development is just a vehicle for us. You need that journey to be something which you enjoy, which you can add value to, which you can inspire other people with because they're all the, the key factors of getting good results, if you like, you know. And I suppose what I've learned from this is by slowing down and, you know, doing what we do. But then a big part for us was the educational part of it because, you know, that wasn't something I'd have ever done. You know, we, we challenged each other. There's a bit we can talk about there about working with other people as well. Uh, yep. We'll do that in a minute. But, you know, like, you know, you wanted to do the education thing um, early on. And it was because I was spending a lot of time showing people around the site. So you pushed us to do this. But actually, the education thing, which spurred off pushing ourselves to be developers, that threw me completely out of my comfort zone. You know, talking in front of people, um, you know, uh, and by doing it lots and lots and lots, though, that, that, that then gave us lots of other skills and, you know, personal development that we got from it um but really it was the inspiring other people if, if you want to do something yourself to um commit to it and take other people through the journey just really really it's the best way to learn anything you know isn't it teach other people it is the best way you can learn for yourself so we are developers will always be developers but by teaching other people how to be developers made us better developers so we did more of it um and i've completely gone off track here what i was going to say yeah. so you carry on yeah that's fine. <laughs> um you were uncomfortable there and you were fearing no, what you were going to talk about. It was just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so yeah, look, doing something on your own is always going to be the hardest thing, right? Because you're always going to be talking yourself out of something. You're always going to be telling yourself the worst thing. Even if you're a positive person, there will be that, that sort of devil on your shoulder saying, well, that's, that's good, but have you thought about this? And this might happen. And nine times out of 10, you listen to the things that will, will go wrong because you don't want it to go wrong. But actually, you've got to feel that fear. You've got to feel that actually, if it does go wrong, there's a solution to it. And I think you've always got to think of the solution past it. So the other thing, if you are doing this on your own, is to find a group of people that are doing the same thing. So not necessarily doing the deal with you, but doing something similar. So you can follow them and share what they're, they're sharing. So obviously, we've got a great community of people. The, the stories that people talk about of their sites, other people have experienced as well, and they can help them. Um, so being around other people is going to help you push, push through the comfort, uh, the uncomfortable zone. So yeah, don't get too comfortable because if you're comfortable, it just kills the deal with comfort killer. Um, so one thing we've seen as well in, in terms of liking it more to developments as well is 
another way people can be comfortable is, is is monetary value. So if people have got a good paid corporate job, it doesn't have to be corporate, but if they've got a good paid corporate job and they're getting a good monthly salary, why do they need to become a developer? They want to do it because they think, oh, this is going to be great and they're going to earn some money from it. But do they really put the effort in from what we've seen? People too comfortable, they don't go and do it. They don't put the offers in because they think, well, I don't need this offer. It's, I'm kind of just going it half-heartedly. But those that need it, they fight for every site. They fight for the deal. They chase it, which is why being uncomfortable is great. Yeah, I think there's a couple of different angles from this. So one, you get um, you get the people who come with a, a bit of money into it. So, you know, in, in one aspect, they're ahead of the game because they're perhaps you know, put together themselves, they've been really successful in their job or something like that, or, you know, they've come into some money, they're coming to it with like 200,000, 300, the, the figure's irrelevant because the amount of money someone's got is going to be different. You know, someone will feel like uh, as rich as anyone with a hundred grand or, you know, or even less, 10 grand, and then someone will feel with a million pounds like they've got nothing. So that's all internal really, isn't it? The way we think about money. Um, but someone could come to us to be trained to developments and they've got, 500,000, 200,000, whatever the figure is. And, you know, they feel really good because they're set up, they've got their own money to use. Um, and then the opposite side of that, someone could come with absolutely nothing, probably with a bit of debt or something like that. And we see this all of the time. And you would think that the person with, uh, you know, some money put in a, a, coming into the deal already would be in a massive advantage. But mentally, sometimes that puts them in disadvantage because we've got a massive fear of loss as human beings, haven't we? The yeah, biggest fear we've got is loss aversion. Yeah, we're so scared to lose that hard-earned money, the 200000 500000 whatever it is, that, as you said there, they go half-heartedly into it. They're scared of making offers. They actually, a lot of them never actually make an offer. Yeah. If you don't make an offer, you're never going to get a deal. They've got the sure. best deal in the world, but they don't make the offer because yeah. they don't want to make it. They don't yeah. want to win the deal. Because then that crystallizes the fact that they're putting their money at risk. And it's also, you know, subconscious. They don't know that's what they're thinking, but we see it from the periphery all of the time. Whereas you get somebody else on the flip side of it, you know, a tradesman comes along, you know, they've, they're hardworking, but they've not actually got loads of money to risk and they'll be dogged with it. They'll put offer in after offer because they don't feel like they're risking anything, do they? You know, they'll go and they have to find the money because, you know, they haven't got their own. So the force of that makes them do it. So we see them progress much quicker and then they get the big point of that though is they get the lessons quicker because actually we only learn the lessons by going through the journey quite often. We see people who will put an offer in on a, a site. They'll spend, you know, a few days, weeks or something, you know, sometimes even months negotiating on a site, going back and forth with the vendor or the agent. You know, they're really committed mentally to the deal. And for some reason, they find out that it doesn't work or the vendor sells it to someone else. And they're absolutely gutted. But the first thing we'll say to them is, look, do you know what? That was a really positive experience for you because you've learned so much and you're not even committed to that now. So take those lessons and go and find a better deal with all of those things you just learned by going through the process. Because, you know, we can teach people the process. We can, they can hear it from their peers and whatever else. But you learn so much by actually doing it yourself, don't we? And the, the person with that bit of money and the, the loss aversion doesn't progress quick enough because they're scared to commit to a deal. You know, they're, they're on Will Smith's edge of the plane and they're getting to the point where... The, all the good stuff's on the other side, but they're scared. They keep retreating back and, and you actually know, in that video, down. he mentions that people he, they push on two. They count to three, but they push on two because people grab on three because that's what yeah. they're they're thinking. Oh, oh, I'm gonna grab now, but they give that little push. Think you know what? Go and do it. So if you look at it that way, that's kind of a mentor saying do it. 
yeah. or someone around them. Do Give them the confidence. Because actually, once you get out of that plane, it's all bliss, isn't it? Yeah. But it's the fear of you're shooting at open and all those kind of things. You know, there's always loads. And the other thing, the other point to that actually is the people who come from, you know, the more corporate world. I use that because you use it as an example, but it doesn't have to be like that, like you say. But, you know, we, we see people who are, they're very good at their job. They analyze everything really well. You know, real analytical kind of people, they come into developments and they want to know the answer to every problem before they commit to make an offer. And, you know, developments doesn't necessarily work like that. You have to get in negotiation and, and you know, we want to really, we, we want to make sure that we're securing the offer, we're getting exclusivity, we're getting options or whatever it's going to be before we start spending loads of time and money on a deal. So in essence, at some point, we're going to be committing to a deal without knowing all of the, the answers. You know, that's just the way it, it kind of has to be to a certain extent. And then we put all that time and effort in once we've got that exclusivity. We're not we're not going to complete on a deal without knowing the answers. But there's a process we have to go through to mitigate our risk, but also mitigate our time and our funds at the start. Else we'll end up in a, a hole of spending money. And, and what we find is those guys who are coming into it, again, never get to the point where they commit to a deal because they don't release themselves to the deal, do we? You know, so so whereas somebody you know a bit like me i'll use myself as an example you know i'm I'm an unqualified carpenter so you know i'm I'm not the sharpest tool in the block (laughs) i'll say that with tongue-in-cheek a little bit you know we've done whatever we've done but you know like i wouldn't overthink it you know i'm I'm trusting the people around me and you know like we always tell people to follow our journey and what we did and um and some of our most successful people they just see the steps in front of them don't they not you know, every step that the problem is, if you look to the end, and you're already thinking about everything, there's, there's always going to be reasons which will talk yourself out of a deal. It's like looking, climbing a mountain, looking at the the summit at the bottom, you think that's a long way that is, that's never starting. But if you look at the the step in front of you, you can take that step. It's quite easy to take one step. But when you're looking at it, trying to take a 1000 steps, it's like, this is gonna be hard. Take the one step. So let's give three actionable tips to, to finish off then. So that first one, take each step at a time. Don't think of the bigger picture. Think of, right, how can I chunk this down? How can I take that first step to to get started? So uh, even if you're li- listening to this, go back and listen to our um, podcast about objections and, and list those and, and think about those things because that is, everything on that list is fear. Everyone is fearing, oh, I haven't got the money, I don't know how to start. That That is a list of fears. So actually knowing about them is going to help you get started as well because you can overcome them. We can think of the solution behind it. Yeah, no, that's really good. So, But I'm going to twist that a little bit then. So that number two I'll say is understand your bigger why. Understand, you know, what is it you're trying to achieve out of developments? Now, what you're saying is Everest is the the completion of the deal. That's overwhelming, you know, like to look at how it's going to get there. You can't see the, the, the track of that, so you don't start, yeah? So just take the first step. I'm not talking about the end of the deal. I'm talking about, you know, the bigger picture. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to, you know, provide for your family? Are you trying to do community stuff? Are you trying to provide homes for the 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 homeless and all that kind of stuff you know what is it you're actually trying to achieve and if you're not clear on that when it gets difficult in deals because it will do in developments things will change markets will change and all those things doesn't mean they're not they're they're insurmountable you can get over all those things but you need to know why you've got to dig in and take the longer view sometimes Uh, property has always got a longer view because it rises over time but sometimes we need to understand that so understand what it is you're trying to do on a big picture Okay, and the final tip, um, I think slightly different to, to fear is actually just stop comparing yourself to others. Like a lot of people, and you were saying it earlier, when someone's got the money, 
but they haven't got the mindset. When someone hasn't got the money, they've got the mindset, but each of them are, talk, are looking at the other person thinking, oh, they've got something better than me. Stop thinking and comparing yourself to others and actually look at your journey and how you can better what you're doing and not how other people are doing things. So that's, that, that stops a lot of people. They think, oh, well, he's lucky he's got a load of money or she's got the mindset behind it and she's got the drive and I haven't. Like You can have the same as them. Just, just surround, uh, surround yourself with them. Don't compare them. Embrace them. Exactly that. To be a developer, everyone has the same pieces of the jigsaw, don't they? But, you know, I've got different pieces to start with to what you've got and to anyone else who's starting out. Like you say, people are comparing, saying, well, they're, they're better than me because they've already got a building company. Building company is just one piece of that jigsaw, whether you're the building company or not. The guy who's the building company hasn't got the analysis or they don't know about the, you know, the, how to borrow money or all of those things. The other person has got that. We're just piecing all of those bits together. You don't have to do everything. You just need to know someone who does do that thing. Yeah. So look, to finish this, I think we finish it off with Will Smith's quote is, the best things in life are on the other side of fear.